Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. I was listening to Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell talk about what their perfect day would be like. And it got me thinking about my perfect day. And I think it would start with, well, it would start with a good night's sleep, which is kind of rare. Um, You can't have a perfect day. I mean, I guess you can if you have a strong mindset and the ability to uh, change your state. But if you wake up sleep deprived, I mean, it's really hard to kind of bounce back from that. So I would say a good night's sleep, and it doesn't have to be long. It's like for me, it just has to be deep, right? If I hit RAM, I'm good. So it could be six hours, five hours. I don't need more. I don't need eight hours. Um, my partner needs eight hours. I don't. Uh, it just has to. I just have to be. It. I just have to hit REM. So well rested. Wake up. Uh, brush my teeth. And my partner brushes her teeth. <laughs> and uh, I morning sex. Not rushed morning sex, but also not like three hours, right? So just a slow exploring. Um, sensual, like a like like the the sex has to be, uh, kind of first gear, second gear, right? You're not hitting sport mode. Um, you're you're kind of, you're making love exploring, and then I just took a sip of um my pour over coffee, which is next, I would uh, go out to a coffee shop and get the um, expensive, fancy cup of coffee. Now, many people like to stay at home in the mornings and kind of thaw out and meditate and, you know, they have their morning routine. I actually, I love getting out fast. I think it's because I train myself um one of my favorite places I lived was uh, in Los Feliz, Los Angeles, where uh, I said Los Angeles weird, where um, I lived right on Hillhurst in that kind of Mecca. I feel like it's a street that feels the most like New York. It has that energy of, you know, coffee shops and people walking around. And I lived right there, like the 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 um, the townhouse I was renting was... It was just perfect. It had underground parking, and I could wake up, walk across the street, half awake, and just roll into a coffee shop. And I used to just kind of wake up at the coffee shop because I love observing people. I love the energy. Anyway, so having my pour of a coffee at a coffee shop. But then I'd want to come home because um, I would hang out with my daughter. So in the morning maybe resting a little bit, engaging with my daughter, giving her a kiss. And then after that, doing something. So taking her to school, 
and then doing something that is um, creative and having a project that I'm super excited about usually helps, right? So whether I'm writing a book, working on something, having a project, it's more exciting if there's a team involved. So it's not just me by myself, play with my Legos. Uh, It's bigger than me. So right now that project would be, so I'm working on two things right now. I'm working on a book, which I'm almost done with. Um, But something I'm more excited about is I'm working with this uh, AI company to build um, this Angry Therapist AI, which is uh, all my books, podcasts, articles, powering the AI with uh, self-assessment and just like, you know, quizzes and uh, my books where you could just get bullet points. So all these like... um, Crazy ideas and uh, the birth of an idea, I got to say, is just – it's one of the nectars of life. It's its really one of the joys of life, right? Before the fear kicks in, before you have to execute, before you hit obstacles and barriers, <clears throat> just the birth of an idea, the excitement of that. And so that feeling, you know, and then also creative spaces where you are uh, hitting flow states, so something creative, and for a couple hours, um, and then I would say doing a chipper. <laughs> a chipper is a uh, CrossFit workout, and they call it a chipper because it's usually a long workout that you chip away at. I love chippers because uh, I love just going somewhere and coming back, you know, there's always a hero's journey in a chipper and like you lose yourself, you know, um, it's also a a great mental exercise to see how fast you could go or, or, or the, uh, or how heavy you could, you could lift or whatever the challenge is. And so a really hard chipper workout. And then after that, a protein shake, and the way that I get to the workout is on my motorcycle. So I tell people I cut my day in half. I usually work out um, midday, and I do that for a reason. I do that because um, it's a great reset, you know. Um, you're getting dopamine, and also on the way there, there's no traffic, so I purposely take my motorcycle, and this is why I go during the day, uh, so there is no traffic. And so I'm getting the adrenaline slash calm because my motorcycle is kind of my meditation machine Um, i'm getting the fun from the motorcycle ride my gym's kind of far it's like 15 20 minutes there then getting the workout in getting in my daily sweat the dopamine from that workout um take a beat have a protein shake clean up and then i ride the motorcycle back so uh i'm getting the most bang for my buck Right, I'm getting um, the fun of the motorcycle, the challenge of the workout, dopamine and flow states of both, the protein from the cold shake after. I buy so many shakes at my gym. I sw- I, I swear I, I I spend more money on protein shakes than the actual membership. Of the- anyway, um, so I'm getting that, and then so it's my treat, and then the motorcycle ride back. 
Now, when I come home from that, I'm, you know, reset, energized, and then I would do something else creative that's different than what I did in the morning. So um, if I was working on, I don't know, some app or whatever, then now I'm writing. Or if I was writing in the morning, then I'm, you know, making videos or doing something creative. So more creative time. Connecting with my partner. And it doesn't have to be sexual. It could be just a nice hug. Um, John Gottman's six-second kiss. I'm a firm believer in that. Uh, we we try to do that. We don't do it every day just because of life and, you know, kids, a kid and all that. But um, six seconds is a long time. It really is. So to kiss someone for six seconds. And, you know, the type of kiss is up to you. It doesn't have to be a tongue kiss. It doesn't have to be tongue time. <laughs> it could be a, a, a sensual kiss. It could be, you know, whatever kind of kiss that you're in the mood for, your partner's in the mood for, just a six-second kiss. Um, those That's like some of my favorite ways to connect is like that. Little check-in, hug, whatever. And then um, my ice plunge. Because my ice plunge, I like to do, uh, like at around three. Most people, they do it in the morning, and I'm like, fuck that. Like, I, I'm not the kind of guy that likes to wake up and jump into a cold ocean in the morning. Um, that that would just throw me in, in a panic state. I like to do it in the afternoon when the sun's out. So, like, by three-ish is when I do my ice plunge. Uh, shout out to Odin. Ice plunges, they're like the Bentley of ice plunges. Um, beautiful, handcrafted uh, ice plunges. So thank you, Odin, for um, hooking me up with one of your ice ice plunges. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorite things. And so an ice plunge, and what I do is I uh, call a few friends. Um, my house is known as the John Kim's Korean Spa now because I have, I have, I have neighbors, my next-door neighbor, and some people down the street, they come, and we kind of make each other accountable. Now, the reason I do that, again, I do this on purpose, is because it's cool to have some social time. It's good for your brain, soul. Um, and it's also cool to have some accountability. It's really hard to just force yourself to go into ice by yourself every single day, you know? And it doesn't get any easier. It's it's just uh, it's just one of those things where, you know, it, it's, it's the... The feeling on the other side, I mean, like a workout, I guess, that gets you to do it. And, you know, you do it enough and you start craving it. You start kind of, um, even though it doesn't get easier, you do start to crave it. So that would happen around three. And then I would say, um, since my partner's a foodie, um, a nice dinner somewhere. You know, it doesn't have to be fancy. But on one of her lists, she, she's got a list. She always has a list of, you know, places to try. So the family, me, her, Logan, going out for a nice dinner. I mean, ideally, it would be amazing to have a babysitter and uh, uh, her and I do more of a date night thing. But, I mean, if you're just talking about like on a typical Wednesday, Logan's coming with us. <laughs> um, so nice dinner. And uh, probably going all the way to dessert. I um, I do have a sweet tooth, so um, trying something different, new, you know. And again, um, 
she's a Taurus, so she's all about ambiance and aesthetics and design. So um, it's not just the food, it's um, the atmosphere, right? Everything from the music to the, the design of the place, you know, all of that. And then I would say at night, um, more sex. And as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, John, don't be predictable. Come on. I just, I just saw a uh, video with uh, Keanu Reeves, and um, I don't know if it's exaggerated or if he's being honest, but they're asking him what his perfect day was. And he said, uh, morning sex, motorcycle rides, uh, a little bit of food, and then uh, more sex, and then go have a drink, and then more sex. And I think, I mean, I mean, it seems like he was being honest, but I think it was a little bit of an exaggeration. Um, but I I saw that video, and I was like, yes, this is me. This is exactly, <laughs> this is exactly, this would be my perfect day. So um, I'm going to be honest, yeah, uh, around around two. Um, and, and here's the thing, this one would be different, right? So if the morning sex was slower sensual uh the evening sex would be um if it was up to me a little more kinky you know a little more uh edgy hey wanted to share with you something i'm super excited about if you go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium you not only get commercial free episodes but also something i'm introducing called series rotating wellness topics but not only lessons but what do we do with this information how do we thread this into our life so we could change our life go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium after that i would say i'm not a big tv person you know, uh, we, we, we have like watched stuff and binged on some things, but uh, I, it wouldn't be TV. It would be nothing on screens. After that, I would say, and by the way, you know, the, the sex could also include um, a massage. I think that's nice, right? Each other. Uh, it doesn't just have to be sex, uh, but some kind of connection, some kind of physical connection. And then I think... I'm going to say conversation. I'm going to say, um, and it doesn't have to be serious and deep, but just just talking to your partner, you know? A lot of times after sex, I get um, hungry. <laughs> uh, we used to go to diners afterwards and have, you know, pancakes and stuff. Um, but of course, we can't do that now that we have a child. So maybe over pancakes or a treat or even just you know hanging out in bed listening to to music in the background um reflection meaningful conversation exchanging words uh words as well as physical touch uh are they're both my my love languages and so yeah just connection more connection there um if you're an avoid, <laughs> if you're an avoidant like Vanessa <laughs> Um, or you swing more toward an avoidant attachment style. They're like, okay, get away from me. You go in the other room. Go live your life now. I've, I've had enough of you. But uh, me being more of a, an anxious, having more of an anxious attachment style, um, 
that feeling of two kids under the covers, ditching school, you know what I'm talking about? Hiding under the bleachers, that feeling of um, you and your love against the world, that, that, that young love, that, that, that love from high school, right? So like tapping into that kind of cozy, under the blankets feeling with um, some meaningful conversation, some good laughs. And then I think ending the night maybe with a little reading. I don't read that much. Maybe something on audio. Just to kind of wind down. And that's it. That's uh, that's the perfect day. I'm trying to think what else I would want in that day. I mean, for me, it wouldn't be like any kind of big travel. I mean, I... Um, I like finding life in my current life, you know. Um, now, there's the travel version of the perfect day, you know. If I was in Italy or something, or there's like a, uh, but that's not happening every day, right? So when I think about the perfect day, I'm thinking about any given Tuesday or any weekend. I'm not talking about um, when you're on your honeymoon or if it's your birthday and you're, you know, traveling or something to or or you know on a island or doing something that is not typical i'm just talking about a normal day in your life now if you review my day um like if i was to bust out a checklist the the things that need to be checked off to make the day perfect would be uh flow states dopamine movement connection connection with uh not just your partner but people you love you know maybe one thing i i kind of um forgot to put in there some social time uh but yeah just connection human connection family friends obviously your partner if you're in a relationship uh something you put in your mouth (laughs) food nourishment um a hot beverage so all, all all those things um I I I also uh, when when I say flow states I gotta ride something <laughs> I gotta ride whether it's a car a motorcycle um, I I have to like uh, I mean since I was ten years old popping wheelies on my BMX bike and I was the first one to like hang a a, a wheelie I think I was twelve uh, around the entire block without dropping it I was the first one to do that I remember I was so proud of myself. And it was kind of like this block event where people were rooting for me. And they were like, oh, my God, he did a willy around the entire fucking block. Ever since then, I've just, you know, vehicles, riding bikes, motorcycles, cars. It just brings me so much joy. So so uh, I have to do that. Um, and then, of course, I think I said movement. But movement, um, for me, I I love uh, really hard workouts. Um but also, you know, I could switch it up. I could do uh, something else like go on a hike or, or run or do something. Um, but some kind of movement has to be in there. And you know what You know what? may be missing that I didn't say is um, some kind of spiritual practice. But I feel like I get that in the uh, four minutes I'm, I'm in the um, ice plunge. I mean, the thing about the ice plunge is it's not just um, good for you uh, physiologically, but... A challenge mentally, but also like if you go inward, it's really uh, it could kind of be a spiritual experience. I mean, you um, your body's frozen, you go inward, and 
in order for it to be um, not suffering, you kind of go to, you know, your, wherever you go. You can, and uh, for me, um, it's a good time and space to go to kind of a, a spiritual space, you know. Um, so in a way, my ice, my ice plunge is kind of my, my church. So that's another category is uh, spiritual. And so as long as I have all those um, boxes checked, it's a, it's a perfect day. And what comes out of that uh, is gratitude and love and joy and feeling calm and peace, you know. Um, now, it's about stringing as many days like this together. And, of course, to be realistic, uh, you know, you can't have a perfect day every day. But I do think that because uh, nothing I said in my day is, is like dependent on, you know, some big thing or the phone to ring or someone's yes or no. Like everything that I said to, in this day uh, is just kind of a normal day. Nothing like big had to happen. And I think that's another point is uh, for the last, I don't know, 20 years, um, because I started this journey with nothing, I had to find life in my life. I had to design my days where I, I can check all the boxes that I'm talking about with what I had, or I'll, I would have not been happy, or I would have been powerless, or I would have... Um, I would have been powerless to my life circumstances instead of being power-filled because I was able to uh, find nectar in my day. I was able to produce joy, you know. And back then it was uh, styrofoam coffee, <laughs> definitely not $9. Um, it was styrofoam coffee, one donut, you know, Wayne Dyer in my ear, uh, walks around K-Town. Um, still motorcycle rides and CrossFit and all that, but I had to... Um, do the best with what I had. And I think doing that for a long time trained me to not need so much now, you know, and just to to um, enjoy the simple things in life. The other day, and this is a sign of growth, I, uh, so Logan loves apples, and um, I was cutting her an apple for bedtime, and I took a, Took a beat and I took a giant bite out of a honey crisp apple. And I haven't had an apple in a long time. Apples aren't really, I mean, I don't dislike them. I just, they're just, you know, I just rarely eat them. And uh, I don't know if it was because of just the, the ripeness of the apple. I mean, it was like a fancy organic, you know, it wasn't like a, a apple that's like brown and old. It was like a fresh, ripe, organic, honey crisp apple. I took a giant bite. And I remember, I remember thinking, holy shit, this came from a tree? It was like the most delicious bite of apple. Either the apple was delicious or, or I was um, in a place of mindfulness and uh, openness and experiencing, you know, allowing myself to experience instead of just letting it, just instead of just eating, a, a chewing a bite, bite out of an apple and not really thinking about it. But I sat there for a second. I was like, this thing that fell off a tree is... It's a miracle. It's a miracle in my mouth. <laughs> and I had this moment where I was like, this is not how I would have been when I was a miserable fuck because I, would give, I wouldn't I would even care about an apple, right? Uh, my mind would be elsewhere. 
I gave myself a couple points for actually getting to a place where I can be still and appreciate and enjoy something as simple as an apple. And I think that's a practice. And I think that once you're able to do that, and of course you're not doing it, you know, all day, and that would kind of be impossible. But once you have that ability and you kind of apply it to everything, whether it is, you know, wrestling with your daughter, making love to your partner, having a nice meal, um, even something, you know, like an ice plunge where you're like, oh, I got to fucking do this again. Um, finding the joy and being really mindful, dropping into your body and taking in the complete experience without judgment or labels, but just as if it's the first time and as if it's going to be your last time. If you can get there, if you can live like that as much as you can, um, you're going to have a lot of perfect days. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, Think about your perfect day. Think about what you need to do to execute that. And think about what you need to adjust as far as like in your head so it doesn't hang on things that you don't have in your life right now, right? How can you take any day you have right now and make that day perfect? Also, before I go, just a reminder, uh, if you enjoy my podcast and you want no commercials and a bonus episode each month, check out my premium uh, theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. It's five bucks a month and you get a uh, series. It's a, a, um, an extra episode that relates to a certain series that's topical and more execution based. And of course, uh, commercial free. Thank you for listening. Be well.